Montreal producer Marie Davidson. Followed on from Party Dozen with Party Dozen. It's now 13 past 10. Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Brady Tanner. Featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> How very wonderful it is to have you both in the studio for Movies, 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 because I saw us and I can't wait to pick your brains about it. It's us. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andre. <laughs> and I'm Jack. <laughs> and we've got so much on the segment today for you. We got some sad news, some happy news, and some beautiful reviews. And that all rhymes. And an interview. And an interview. That's yes. right. Now, Lizzie Kidd picked an item for the movie Us, a costume item, if you will, mm-hmm. and it became an integral part of the film. Can we reveal what it is yet, or should we wait till Sydney Spotlight? Maybe text in what you think. If anyone's seen Us and there's one item of clothing that mm. they think is kind of contentious or interesting to talk about, mm-hmm. what was it? Did one costume stick out? Our friend was a costume assistant, and she's going to be talking to us. I have a guess and text in 0409 Let's find out what's been happening in the world of cinema and film. Movie news. Oh, Jack, do you want to do this? Because I don't know if I can do it on air. I don't know. We were watching the final episode of Broad City on Friday night and halfway through we found out that Agnes Varda had passed away. Who found out? I did. <laughs> uh, you win. You guys uh, ha- always mention that Ag- name, and that's you, true. So huge fans. we so actually tell us a little bit more about Agnes. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, it was one of the first films that we reviewed. This film this year was Faces Places by Agnes. Varda. Yeah, it was one of our first ever right. um, movies on the show. She's passed away, age ninety. She's the grandmother of the French New Wave. She actually made the first French New Wave f- film. Like, if you think of the French New Wave, there's a bunch of other dudes' names that come to mind, but they all copied Agnes. She made La Pointe Court in 1955, Cleo from Five to Seven, and then she also got an honorary Oscar in 2017 which she famously always called the poor Oscar because they only give Oscars to rich people. And who gave her the Oscar, Jack? Who handed her the statue? Angelina Jolie. And there's a gorgeous photo of Angelina Jolie sitting on the ground barefoot with Agnes Varda. She was just this beautiful matriarch of cinema and I was trying to think of a way to describe her to all the musos listening. She's kind of like the Patti Smith of movies, I think. Yeah. Super beautiful, always attached to other men who were more famous than her, but also just a poet at heart and just totally genuine and unique and just the only cool voice that was happening. Rest in peace to Agnes Varda, film lord forever. Totally. And she kind of like what was that? She looked like grug a bit. Like she had this like she has this bowl cut which has red that makes her look like she's only had her grey roots for a little bit. That's and right. And if you are wondering what's going to happen next, we're going to see her parodied in documentary now. But in in other news, we didn't talk about Tarantino's new trailer for his new film, and we're going to keep it that way. Sorry guys, Jack. New news. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Walker has also passed away. Who was this experimental composer and literal pop star from the '60s who then became this sort of avant-garde leading edge in music. He kind of inspired both pretty much everyone who's made experimental music since the 60s was inspired by Scott Walker. There's a great movie you can watch about him called 30th Century Man if you can find it somewhere. I'm trying to get someone to stream it. But most recently, what he did he do? He composed Fox Lux. That's right. With Sia and wrote songs for that and that's his last thing. That's kind of what we're going to remember him for. So rest in peace Scott Walker as well, another visionary. Absolutely. Hey. Tell me a little bit about Kate Shortland. <laughs> oh, Kate oh. Shortland. <laughs> Funnily enough, we cut this news because we thought it was boring, but let's just say it anyway. She's Kate looking Shortland. to cast Hermione. <laughs> she wants to cast Hermione in Black Widow, which I think is kind of awesome because we'll just do anything that Kate Shortland wants to do. We'll just go with the flow. Her new Smilf episodes are great. And in other news, filmmaker Tanwarin Sukapisit has become the first transgender 
Uganda MP to be elected in Thailand. Her film Insects in the Backyard was made and was very controversial because it played with ideas of couture's and prostitution in Thailand, but it also screened overseas in Vancouver. Anyway, basically, the censorship of her film made her feel like a terrorist in her own country. So she was like, okay, well, I'll get into politics then. And now she's been elected to the House of Reps. Amazing so, story. Fuck censorship. And, Truly. Uh, <laughs> and we need new voices in politics. And she's one of them. And... and it, also, yesterday was Transgender Visibility Day. It was too. And it, oh, of course. And so it's like a really nice piece of news and she's beautiful and you should research and try and find her film. I hope that we can find a way to screen her film Insects in the Backyard here. Before we move on, uh, we wanted to also say if you're looking for the films to watch by Agnes Varda but don't want to watch all the classics, you can watch some films like Uncle Yanko, which came out in 67, Mural Murals in 81, Vagabond in 85, and our personal favourite, Gleaners and I, 2000, or the upcoming episode about her of Documentary Now where Fred okay, Armisen played... Okay, oh, sorry, Jack. Okay, okay fine. Two, two reviews is coming up next. We're going to be looking at Us, the new Jordan Peele film, which I loved, and The Kindergarten Teacher. We're going to find out what Jack and Andre have to say about that. But here's a, an artist, you guys, I don't know if you've heard of Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, new up and coming, she's very bit different, she's a bit unusual. This is song, Bury Your Friend. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Come here. Say it, spit it out. What is it exactly? The pain is the amount cleaning you out. Am I satisfactory? Today I'm thinking about things that are deadly the way i'm drinking you down like i want to drown like i want to end me step on the glass staple your tongue uh, bury a friend try to wake up uh, cannibal class killing the sun uh, bury a friend i want to end me you expected me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected i'll meet you in the park i'll be calm and collected but we knew right from the start that you'd fall apart because i'm too expensive it's probably something that shouldn't be said out loud honestly i thought that i would be dead by now calling security keeping my head held down bury the hatchet or bury your friend right now so much so cause i can't say no no i can't say no then my limbs are frozen my eyes won't close and i can't say no i can't say no careful step on the glass staple your tongue uh, bury a friend try to wake up I want to end. 
Spooky, spooky Billie Eilish with Bury a Friend, which is good because today on Movies, 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 we're getting into a kind of freaky version of... One! No, 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 two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews! Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Film layered, Andre, you're going first reviewing The Kindergarten Teacher. Stay curious that you can see the world however you want. Like a cat. Meow. Meow. I've asked Jim to recite. Already so tense. She's so excited. Okay, so you guys, my absolute fave film of 2018 is slapping screen at Golden Age Cinema. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal, sister of Jake Gyllenhaal, in The Kindergarten Teacher, where she's a teacher who side straddles as a walking COFA student artist statement. And if you think that's mean of me to say, get ready for a film that is literally a total piss take and poem of art world narcissism. It's an adaptation of an Israeli drama, and the film basically poses the question, can the kindergarten teacher slam misogyny through the lens of Tina Fey madness? Just because Maggie has bold ideas and isn't afraid to kidnap a five-year-old who doesn't mean doesn't mean that she's without dignity. And in fact, this film is all about spreading love towards sociopath artists, lifting and condemning them with attitude. Every laugh at her is pegged with a wince. Every laugh with her is a bruise bleeding with cringe. But this is probably the future, to be honest. Merging Iranian cinema, oh, not Iranian, Israeli, sorry, a bit of a typo there, with American indie as a piss take of poetry mixed with stressful 30 Rock bad behaviour. The Kindergarten Teacher is poetry you can laugh at, and it's kind of genius for it. Jack, is she a total cancer? I thought she was. She's such a cancer. She's such, such a Lana Del Rey cancer. That's why I loved her so much, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I don't understand. Is this a horror film or not? It's a, it's, mm. it's, it's stressful. It's, it's it's like, like a moral thriller. It's a really moral thriller, and the ending it's scary at times. It's hard to like figure out what genre this film is. Like it's like drama, but it's so juicy. It feels like it's a bit big, big little lies. It's very Gyllenhaal. It's like very creepy and brilliant. It's Billie Eilish, dare I say? It's it's totally Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. in, in a word, would you say Billie Eilish? I would say Eilish. <laughs> um, um, and and her brother Jake Gyllenhaal was also in an art world type film recently, Velvet Buzzsaw. Uh-huh. Do you That's think right. That's a bit, a bit more a... us. That's a bit more us. Yeah, different different kind of plays. But both films are like ridiculously scary and funny and about the art world. But Jack, what did you think of this? Real quick well i love this film it's so amazing you the whole time you're questioning whether she like whether the whether society needs to make space for people like her or not and because she she kind of is championing and the in, arts and in poetry your, in your opinion do, does the world need to make space for of course for the kindergarten teacher duh poetry is so precious and that's what everything else is about you know mm, ask Billy Eilish <laughs> ask Billy Eilish <laughs> ask anyone who listens to Billy Eilish we need to make space for Billy Eilish <laughs> so in a word Jack what are you giving the kindergarten teacher oh I'm stolen by this movie Ange, stolen you're allowed to change yours if you want I but I'm not stolen. Kelly Rowland stole but I'm not gonna I'm gonna call it Eilish <laughs> okay uh, that's the kindergarten teacher and these reviews are gonna go up on your Instagram page at movies underscore movies underscore movies Fillmore Jack, you are going to be reviewing us. You know how sometimes things line up? Yeah. You know, like coincidences. Since we've been here, they've been happening more and more. I think, I feel like it means like she's getting closer. 
Very creepy scene there from the trailer of Us. Jack, what did you think? Oh, my God. Get ready, little monsters. Jordan Peele has followed up Get Out with a full-blown art pop post-Spielberg masterpiece. Us is like a real-life Treehouse of Horror episode trying to address every real and imagined American anxiety. Where Get Out took idiosyncrasies and microaggressions and extended them into fully-fledged body horror, Us instead fleshes out symbols, propaganda and rhetoric into an invasion film. Mm. A black family travel to Santa Cruz for a holiday where the mum, played by Lupita Nyong'o, is triggered by a childhood trauma, specifically walking into a kitschy Native American hall of mirrors and being attacked by her evil twin. Now her nuclear, holidaying sitcom family have twins, and instead of hanging out with their J-crew white friends Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker, they have to battle it out the stranger style with their doppelgangers. There are themes of the Mexican War, the dispossession and oppression of First Nations people, violent and oppressive African-American incarceration rates, homelessness, childhood trauma. I mean, you can find messages in every scene, every shot, like the mise-en-scene is off the charts. But it's less didactic than Get Out and more of a brainstorm addressing anxieties usually used uncritically in horror films against whatever other white families are supposed to be scared of. The plot just proves fuck plots. This is a brainstorm and you'll be thinking about it for weeks. Look, there's like Top of the Lake season one and then there's two. There's True Detective one and then there's two. And then there's Get Out and then there's Us. People and critics love minimalist, succinct tone pieces, but I live for for a maximalist mess. Ideas over restraint. Mm -hmm. What do you, Jack and Andre, what do you think about Us and Get Out being in the same universe? I think that Get Out was fabulous for what it does because it really pinpointed a specific idea in one very succinct way and everyone loved it for that. But like Jack said, Us is just this huge playground of different thoughts. And after we spoke to the costume assistant, Lizzie Key, which is coming up next, you realise that there are so many different levels and interpretations in this film. And that's why it's exciting, I think. Yeah. it's. You, what did you think? Uh, oh, you just saw it. You know, I loved it. <laughs> I, as soon as it started, I knew this was going to be the kind of movie where everything is just in its place. Everything's there on purpose. It all has a meaning. It all connects back up. And it totally does the videotapes down the side of the TV in the very mm-hmm. opening mm-hmm. scene. Very climbing. All, all movies that have he's sort of drawn on. Uh-huh. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos post watching us. I loved it. What do you give it in a word? Oh, over the top. Yeah, massive. I don't know. Oh my god, it's no, massive. It's sprawling. It's, it's a massive film. Yeah. That's us. That was two reviews. We're gonna put on five on it by Lunas. And when we come back, we're talking to the costume assistant who picked out a key piece in that movie. And you can text in and try and guess what it <laughs> That's is. That's our end. 0409 This is Movies, 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 Sydney Spotlight when we return. Creep on in, on in, on in. But I'm the type that likes to light another joint like Cypress Hill I still do these spit loogies when I puff on it I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it Go get the S-T-I-D-E-S Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette So pass it across the table like ping pong I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong And some wrap my lips around the phony And when it comes to getting another stogie Fools all kick in like Shinobi Know me ain't my homie to begin with It's too many hands to be Probably let my friend hit bit Unless you pull out the fat crispy Five dollar bill on the real before it's history Cause fools be having them vacuum lungs And if you let them hit it for free, you well a dumb dum dum I come to school with a tailor on my earlobe Avoiding all the flick teasers, skeezers and weirdos Got me throwing off the land like where the bomb at Give me two bucks, you take 
up the dank like a Slurpee. The serious bomb will make a nigga go delirious like Eddie Murphy. I got more growing pains than Maggie. Cause homies nag me to take the dank out of the bag. Head to the east, hit the stroke to 9-0 so we can roll big hashis. I wish I could fade the eight, but I'm no budget. Still rolling the two dough, cut the same old bucket. Foggy window, soggy endo. I'm in the land getting smoke with my kid. Up in smoke, yuck, I spray your layer down. Up in the OAK, the town. Homies don't play around, we down there, blaze a pound. Then ease up, speed up through the ESO. Drink the VSOP up with the lemon squeeze up. And everybody's roller, I'm the roller. That's quick to fold up, blunt out of a bunch of sticky doja. Hold up, suck up my weed, it's all you new kicking feet. Cause we're IBs, we need to have like the foo-foo I On it by Lunas. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies on FBI 94.5 Mornings. And Jack and Andre, you caught up with someone who worked on the new Jordan Peele production, Us. Lizzie Kidd, tell us about how you know her. So she's one of our friends. She's a costume assistant working in LA, working in Hollywood. We stayed with her last year and we just drove around LA at the top of a car screaming. And basically it was exciting because this was our only in. It's not like we're not pretending we're talking to Jordan Peele or Kim Barrett, who's the costume designer. We're talking to someone on the ground in their first credited role on a feature film and the feature film just happens to be Us, which is probably going to be the most talked about film of the year. Mm. So we talked about her experience Cienzo, on the film. Cienzo's texting in saying that um, she's going to watch Us tonight. So everyone's talking yes, about Cienzo. it. I'm very excited to hear your chat with Lizzie Kidd. Who picked, shall we reveal, the uh, the choice of hers in the film? So she picked out... Well, she she went and got printed the Michael Jackson Thriller shirt, which is on in the... Eight, which the lead actress plays in the flashback of the 80s that opens the film. Which felt, I mean, they mustn't have known that Leaving Netherland was going to come out, but it also really speaks to what happens in that scene, which I don't want to give too much away, but it didn't feel, I don't know, it just feels like I'm going to 
it's remember that shirt forever. Yeah, I'm gonna... 100%. Yeah. Shall we take a listen to yeah, your yeah, chat? Yeah. Yeah. Never round when I'm down. Shot numbly. What? What? Is there, is there much? Do you feel like... Here we go. <laughs> we got the audio there. <laughs> did you leave... Did you leave... Um, I just let Spotify on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go? Yeah. Working on a film that has like... That's potentially going to have... Uh, a worldwide message that everyone's going to read into because like Get Out is such a thematic film and super thematic yeah. heavy. Did that freak you out? The idea of, oh my God, I'm making like an important movie as opposed to just like some Hollywood flick. No offense. Yeah. No, I was like, hell yeah. Like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not like the designer by any means right now, but like I feel like a lot of people that work in Hollywood don't necessarily care about telling a story. It's sort of like about like, whatever the scene or the money or like, you know, like the hours or like, it's a good thing for my pension. And like, not really that many people I actually feel like are excited about telling a story. And even if their job is like, you know, for me, like if you're just the assistant, like running around and like maybe getting to go to Goodwill and pull something, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the goal, I guess, really Did you feel like- for me. Can you talk about the Thriller shirt? Like, we were talking about that the other day, and the Thriller shirt just felt like such a crazy time to see the lead actress wear a Thriller shirt in a scene that, for me, like, obviously everyone reads into things in a different way, but I really read into that first scene as maybe, like, childhood trauma, possibly abuse, and, like, the fact that she's wearing, like, a Michael Jackson Thriller shirt is crazy. That was, um, I think it was in the script. So that would be, like, a Jordan, like, I don't, I think that he would be, you know, the one that, whose mind that came from but like we had to get them remade so many different times because this dude kept messing it up and uh, so I had to like go pick it up and I was like who like where is this from and then why are they keep why is this all messed up and I show up and it's like this it's off of Fairfax so it's like the middle of the city and like this like I like pull up and it's like this dark like fence and I'm like what the fuck like where am I and I like walk in and this like dude comes out and he's like hey I'm like okay and then he like takes me in and there's like these axes on the ground there's just like three axes and I was like "Mm, I'm gonna get murdered (laughs) like and then he like takes me into their factory I pick up the shirts and I'm like how's your day we start talking he's like so we like started smoking a cigarette and like talking or whatever and then he was like do you want to like throw axes at the target and I was like like yes and this was at the end of my day so like I kind of could chill at this point and I was like by all means like yes and so like I spent the next like 10 minutes like throwing axes at this like target and I was like what am I doing (laughs) but not really necessarily related to us but it happened during us and it was like but it was picking up the thriller shirts but also I have to say my last statement is like working on that and hearing the vision of someone who is so talented and his his vision is so specific and is so obviously well thought out in his head is like gives me faith that like the film industry is actually moving in the right direction so many times you work on these things and you're in a meeting and recently this happened and this guy was like it was for this like big blockbuster film and they were like I need to put, she needs to be in these other pants because I'd rather fuck her in those pants than in those pants. And like, Jordan, like I, working, seeing the dynamic between him and the way he treats his people and his designers, like, 
it's just it's really where Hollywood should be going and it's sort of like for a moment I feel like Hollywood lost that vision and yeah it's just a very rare thing to see in Hollywood and he's he's cool as fuck and also Kim is fucking cool as fuck too she's so amazing so amazing I'm so you honey Lizzie did you find it scary or you like not (laughs) I I've read the script too much so I knew it was gonna happen but no, it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. The zombie parts, I was, like, just thinking about the glycerin. I was like, ugh, <laughs> like, I can, like, smell the glycerin, like, is it, is it scary? But, work, is it scary working on a horror film, or is it not scary at all? <laughs> no, it's not scary at all. Is it just dumb? Short answer, yeah, it's just funny. Because, like, you see everyone, like, around, walking around set, and you're like, this is so weird. Like, what is this thing that we're doing? Like... Thanks, That's Lizzie. cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm Lizzie Kidd. I'm promoting the film Us, and you're listening to FBI Radio. <laughs> Your chat with Lizzie Kidd, the assistant uh, costume person on the movie Us by Jordan Peele. Your full chat with Lizzie is going up on your podcast, which you can find on our website, and you can also find on your podcast app as well. And it's Movies, Movies, Movies. That's right. Jack and Andre, my film lords, I'm going to see you next week. Thank you so much for coming in and bringing me all the hottest goss. Enjoy the movies. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.